Live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski. Merrick Glazer. And uh, tonight we got Matt Brown. Hi. <laughs> What's up? Okay. Freshly, uh, newly out Jude up in New York. Yeah. Back down here. <laughs> I, I got out Jude. Yeah. I thought you could have like avoided that. I thought you guys had like meetings or something. Nah, it's, <laughs> dude, I found, I thought New York and Baltimore Jews were the same thing, but they're not <laughs> at all. Like, they don't fucking play games up there. Zionism is not catching on as much as people think, dude. Mm-hmm. People aren't about it. There's fucking, it's like a whole other breed of fucking like I, I've like I've like I thought the Jews down here like there were stereotypical Jewish people down here. Yeah. But like they're stereotypical and like the they'll get upset about the price of an ice cream sandwich at seven <laughs> eleven. Upset. These ones are like the we're out where I just swindle you with our big furry hats and our fucking heartless eyes. No. Oh my gosh. Dude. I know, I know. It's rough. So where were you living? What part of town were you in? Bushwick. Bushwick. Yeah, it's like I said that like I knew that. It's like central place. Central Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. It's like the the hottest new place to gentrify. Yeah, that's like where all like the you know alty comics and stuff live. Yeah, yeah. Like, though, like Bushwick is full of like the LGBTQ shows and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. like women only shows and things like that. Oh, we got a lot of those down here too. Yeah, I basically moved to like the fucking uh, arts district down here, Station North. Oh, jeez. Of Brooklyn, like I thought it was gonna be dangerous and shit, and like there were people walking down the street whistling the Brady Bunch theme song. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> like, that oh, also what? sounds like something I would do, though. So I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I like, this isn't a place for me to be afraid of. Like, <laughs> was the scene was it different up there? I mean, I mean, obviously it's different. I assume it's the same, but just way more. It's weird. It's like Brooklyn, Queens, and Manhattan all have different, like, the, like the scene in Brooklyn is like super PC and like alty and all that stuff, and then like the scene in Queens is a little less mm-hmm. PC, and then in Manhattan it's like fucking anything goes. Like Manhattan is the shit. Yeah. When it comes to comedy shows, I did nothing but eat dicks in Brooklyn. <laughs> That's like, what I was gonna say. I assume you probably didn't do too well in Brooklyn. Yeah, the open mics were terrible. There's one club in Brooklyn, and it's the that's like I got passed at it, so like I'm, I'm like in there thing eastville nice i do good there every show i've done there has been great but the open mics are just like yeah like i have so many people like come up after me they're like oh we have to unpack that (laughs) so somebody's got a problem with women you gotta use all all their words unpack systemic like how many of these can i fit in a sentence do when people this is a space everything's a fucking space when you're woke unpack (laughs) is like my least favorite fucking they were like we're not i already unpacked what i said it's already (laughs) out like we're gonna talk about we're gonna have a discussion we're not unpacking don't go fucking third person on me here like i don't know if that's third person but yeah yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I don't so. Know, I don't fuck know, them, dude. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> smart enough bitch. to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not smart enough to know what that is. But and dude, never even got a chance to go up there and visit you, breathe in all that fucking mold and shit. Fucking <laughs> come yeah. back with mesothelioma or something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Finally, yeah. can call that hotline. Me and a loved one have been affected by this. <laughs> I'm entitled to so much compensation. <laughs> Every time I see those commercials now, I'm like, should I? Should I call? Dude, you got to call Angelos, dude. Yeah, I know. Peter Andrews. He's certainly not doing anything with the Orioles right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he's about to die or something. Uh, yeah. Suns, I hate to say it. The Suns are doing it now. Dude, just briefly to touch upon 
the O's because I know this is a huge Orioles podcast. Yeah, go Birds. <laughs> Let's go. The, Who the you guys f- have in the hot dog race this week? I got mustard. Dude, I always pull for mustard or relish, dude, because I fucking I think ketchup's white trash. Fuck you guys. Ketchup all day. Ketchup? Dude. <laughs> only ketchup. <laughs> all right. No surprises here. <laughs> <laughs> well, tune in next week for the results. <laughs> Back to the show. <laughs> uh, I, I am Greek, so I'll say this as a Greek myself. I've worked for Greeks. Uh, they're not, they, are, they are great people to work for in certain aspects, but not in other aspects. And I, the Orioles are a prime example of a business that is being run by a Greek family. And I'll just say that. It's just like, it's his sons doing it. They're just like, whatever, dude, we got Machado. And they're like, oh, we don't anymore, but fuck it, dude. We got other players. Dude, we had Machado. <laughs> we had Machado, dude. Remember us? We had Manny Machado. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't just keep Nick Marcakis forever just because you know, the Greek thing. That would have worked. Yeah. Nah, nothing works, dude. Whatever. Mm-hmm. There's enough about the Orioles. Yeah, and that's it for Orioles Corner. Live <laughs> from the studio. <laughs> oh, so you are, you are back down here for the foreseeable future. Yeah. I guess I do. There is no. You we can't see into the future. Like there, like you before. Yeah, that's some like heavy we shit. had a plan and everything. And then right now it's like we're in no position to have any plans. Like I like we just we're in limbo. We've been in limbo for the last like month and a half. So what's your state of mind? Do you feel like do you feel like the New York move was uh, just a giant mistake, or do you feel like you benefited from it in any way? Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like I benefited from it. And yeah, you got I, in at that club. Yeah, I got in at a club. I was making progress at other clubs. I was doing a good job networking and stuff. Uh, Mistake-wise, I think it was a mistake. Because, like, Abby and I had a plan. Mm-hmm. And then last second, you know, we had friends that needed things. And uh, we decided to change our plan to accommodate our friends. And that was a mistake. Yeah. Like... That shit happens in life. I mean, they, you know, it, the fact that you guys even had a plan yeah. is like, I look up to you. Thank yeah. you. That's cool. Yeah. Having a plan. We're trying to build a new plan, which might involve moving back to Baltimore for a couple of years so we can mm-hmm. stack up our money again yeah, and try yeah. it again. I mean, you were doing really well down here, too. You were yeah, really fucking killing it. You're getting in rooms and stuff. It was cool. Yeah, but it was like a plateau thing because, mm-hmm. like, I was, you know, featuring in, at the club here. I was, you know, hosting at the DC Improv and stuff where it's like, you know, that's that's one of those things that you can't put. Like, Magoobies, you can push, you know, and be in there and, mm-hmm. like, you know, make moves there. And the Improv, it's like, that's one of those things where you just kind of, like, have to let it, mm-hmm. let it happen. Yeah, yeah, organically. You can't force anything there. So you're saying you kind of got to a point you felt like there was really nothing else <laughs> that you could accomplished down here yeah i was doing i was doing the most that i could and i was starting to get booked on the road and stuff and i'm like well if i'm going to be working on the road then i might as well want to be in new york where i could there's so many more clubs that i could Mm -hmm. be in rather than just three that are down here or four or whatever uh and then yeah it's just like it seemed like the natural progression of things like once you hit the top here not the top that sounds douchey but like once you do all you can do it's time to step up to the next level and let next levels, you know, New York or LA. Cause there's only two levels in comedy <laughs> where you're from. And then there's the fucking, you know, have you, leagues. have yeah. you ever considered LA as a move? Yeah. Like when, like a year, year and a half ago when we started more than that now, like two years ago, almost when we started planning, 
the move up to New York. It was like New York or L.A. We went out to L.A. to check it out and see what it was like. And uh, I didn't like it too much out there. Like, I liked the weather, and there was fucking dank weed, and you could smoke everywhere and all that. But I didn't, like... I went to... it, it Like, to get on, like, comedy shows, you can maybe do two a night there. Yeah, everything's so far apart. Yeah, everything's really far apart. It's hard to get to everything. And then the other thing is... I feel like there's more, there's less rooms. So, like, I went to, we were there for five days. I went to six shows, and I only got up at one of them. Oof. Yeah, because mm. it's like, if they don't know you, like, there's a chance you might not go up, like, at all in a yeah. show. Where in New York, they'll keep that shit going all fucking night because, like, you know, there's always people coming in and leaving and all that stuff. And there's also, like, you know. What about like the cult? Was there a culture that you liked more in New York versus LA comedy wise? Did you feel like you fit more in the New York? Yeah, I definitely feel like that. And then also like I knew a lot more New York comics than I knew LA comics, like on the headliner level. Like yeah. I worked with more New York guys and LA guys. And like the LA guys that I had worked with, I didn't really stay in touch with them mm-hmm. compared to the New York guys where it's like. Mm-hmm. I like text with them and stuff like that, and like yeah, it's closer too. Yeah, I'll like go and meet them at. I can go and meet them at clubs. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, like the cool thing about New York, it's a three-hour drive. Yeah. I mean, you can get up there. You can take a Chinatown bus for like, what twenty bucks or something. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the, that was like the whole other thing. Is like if we move back down here, like I've already got enough stuff going on up there where I can like maintain that at least. How did that come about? Just going out and performing and just. Uh, yeah, like, well, definitely I had help from, you know, like, uh, Sam Morrell, uh, when I, I feature for him at Magoobies. I've heard of him. Like, the, like, the month before I moved up there, a month and a half or whatever, so, like, I, he knew I was moving up there, and then when I got up there, there was a couple nights where he was like, hey, come out if you want to, I know you're living in Brooklyn, come out to Eastville, and, like, you know, watch my set, and I'll introduce you to everybody, so that's kind of how I got my foot in the door there. And then, like, I, w- I was hanging out with, like, Big J at, like, The Cellar and Village Underground and shit like that. Nice. So That's awesome. Like, yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm, like, I I have the right, you know, moves to make, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you got but some I pots also, like, boiling. But it's also, like, one of those things where it's, like, I don't want to be, like, the guy that's, like, hey, I want to hang out with you and I want you to get me in here. Or, like, I'm using you. Like, I'd yeah, rather be yeah. friends with them and get the shit on my own than mm-hmm. be asking or, like, yeah. seeming like I'm, like, leeching or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of, like, burning out their relationship. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. Because, like, these are these are all guys that, like, I've been watching, you know, for the last few years and mm-hmm. guys that, like, I'd, I don't want to say, like, look up to, but definitely, mm-hmm. you know, I watch their shit and I go, man, I, I, I want to do... Well, how was the competition pool out there? Was it like the dude, same? Fucking blows, dude. Like, there's me. Like, <laughs> I like out of all the shows, I went to so many fucking shows and did so many open mics, and there's maybe like twenty people out of the hundreds that I saw that I thought were like, like were you know you know how it is like at a show where you're like watching other comics and half of them you know you're like oh what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah, and yeah. There's like twenty five percent where you're like I can see them growing and then the other 25 percent is like they're good yeah, yeah in new york it's like fucking 60 percent <laughs> like what the fuck is going on here 20 percent <laughs> like why are you even doing this and then 10 percent like oh fuck like they're gonna fucking do something someday. yeah yeah well you gotta imagine there's probably you know with cities like that like new york and la there's a certain amount of people that are gonna go out 
that there's probably a certain amount of locals that are from the actual city in New York, and then there's people like you that are kind of reaching a certain plateau in their own cities and then making a move to a bigger city. Yeah. And then, but for every person like you, there's probably like eight comics that like just decide they want to do comedy and oh, are like, it's, it's I'm moving more. to New York, bro. That's that's where the big leagues are. And it's like, dude, you, you're not even the shit in Baltimore. Like, you're not anything anywhere. And you're just going to fucking go here because they have this like weird mentality where it's like, well, that's just, if I'm a New York comic, that means I'm good. Right, like, it, but it's like no, dude. You're just you're just one of the many shitty New York comics. Fuck yeah, dude. And then there's also like the people, like the people that are from New York, that are just fucking insane, oh, and they God, just yeah. know like that comedy's a thing. Like in Baltimore, there's a lot less crazy people that just come and do comedy in Baltimore because you don't if unless you like look for it, yeah. you don't know there's comedy in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're in New York. It's fucking everywhere. Some crazy people have found it though. Oh yeah, a couple, yeah. Uh, couple crazy people have found uh, the Motor House. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, lots of places. This one is fucking Tim Tillman. All yeah, those yeah. Fucking nuts, <laughs> yeah, guys. Some, some screwballs. Does for he sure. even still like go anywhere? I haven't seen that dude forever. I heard uh, there's a resurrection recently of Tim an Tillman. Appearance of a ghoul. Oh. Uh, but I haven't Ghoul. seen it myself. Oh, Spooky. God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> real eyes peeled. He was a real ghoul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. But like, I, I don't want to say too much in case he's listening and starts plotting against us. You think he's? <laughs> you think he can afford to listen to this podcast? It's a free podcast, <laughs> man. Don't you remember? <laughs> yeah, dude. We don't even have a Patreon yet, yeah, dude. This I is got not behind a paywall. I got a. Can you believe it? <laughs> I, I do. I would have expected this. People this don't pay for this. Ten dollars a month. For this. How? How? <laughs> yeah, why don't you have a Patreon? What are you guys doing? Dude, I don't fucking know. I don't know. You're on that. You're on that pod. Whatever the fucking you know, laughable. Yeah, laughable. Laughable. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just. It's just one of those things where like we're gonna have the idea this year, and then at some point next year we'll probably do we'll it. do it. Gradually. This year's almost over. Luckily, yeah. so, so we'll have a Patreon pretty soon. Pretty yeah. soon, <laughs> just open it on January first. Yeah, dude, twenty nineteen. I've always felt kind of weird, like the idea of it's like the same idea as doing like a Kickstarter or something. Yeah, I feel like yeah. fucking like a little bit weird about it. Mm-hmm. I don't like asking for money. I like I like receiving money in exchange for a service. Well, you're you are doing that. It's like like you can still put out your free podcast and then just do like a few extra ones, or like if you have like an actual like big name comic like if you get mark norman in here or something again that would be one of the things that you could put on the patreon true that's yeah. true we like uh, what um laugh finder does they have like bonus content or something yeah, and they exactly. just like and that like yeah that's all stuff we could do yeah, yeah. it'd be like pre-roll recording of the podcast before we actually start or it would definitely have to be something that you prep for it would have yeah, to be something yeah. that you that the know guest gonna, knows too yeah. <laughs> yeah it wouldn't be just like this would not go behind a paywall because yeah, it's just yeah. us showing up and then starting to smoke <laughs> and drink beers and then we can start talking but that's the whole thing it's like i almost like in a way there's a certain i don't i do i like the fact that that's how our podcast is i like yeah. that that's what it is and like I don't want to. I don't want to over structure it. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to find. I feel like you know, in the beginning, we both had ideas. I think, like, especially for me, like, I, I felt like we needed to have some type of like format, and that's what everybody was telling me too. Everybody was like, "You guys need to have like 
like structure you know, and yeah. segments and mm-hmm. fucking yeah. Fuck so man. we have Orioles Corner now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Orioles Corner. We uh, do Towson talk sometimes. We, we just do talk do shit talk. about people who went to high school. Full names. I know you made it into a segment now. Well, it's just they happen, and then we tag them at the end. We're like, oh, we spent the last fifteen minutes talking about how I got clowned in tenth grade. Towson talk. <laughs> no man it's it's weird like uh, the more you put yourself out there i got a fucking weird ass voicemail on my phone yeah you know you i'd already tell me this yet I, it happened it happened on sunday sunday was a weird day because baltimore finally happened to me i knew i was due hanging down there, all the main things baltimore finally happened to me I, I, was, I slept over a girl's house in upper fells came out fucking car windows busted in Oof. i was like I was just like, it's one of those things where like, Did you have anything bad in there, dude. Here's the fucking, here's the fucked up part. Mm-hmm. They didn't take anything. Mm. My wallet was in the cup holder. <laughs> they didn't take anything. Did you Damn. have cash in there? Yeah, I had like fifteen bucks. Oh. Didn't take it. They just busted my car window in, and Your then alarm I looked. Went off, and then they ran. Oh, that's what I was thinking. I was almost like, in a weird way, I was kind of like pissed. I was like, what the fuck, dude? You just broke my window you didn't even take anything like who the fuck are you you went in my car like oh fuck this guy right i don't want any of his shit you're not getting anything from your insurance now like you just have to pay to get a new window i know i know drop like 300 i'm drop first of all it happened on sunday i made an appointment uh i'm i'm and that's when so like yesterday this happened yesterday okay okay. yesterday this happened yesterday and uh I was supposed to move in all my stuff to my new place, and I'm, I'm already not supposed to be where I am. My brothers call me, like, dude, where the fuck are you? I'm like, dude, oh, oh, I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> Walk up to my car. I'm like, all right, we're going to get this day going. Windows busted out. I'm like, ah, jeez, Jesus Christ. And then, like, but I can't, I can't tell that because my, my parent, I'm moving out of my parents' house, and then I'm gonna tell them, and be like, see, I fucked my dad. I fucking told you I was hanging out down there. I knew shit was gonna happen, Jim. You don't fucking listen. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, oh my god, I just don't feel like fucking hearing this shit. So I like, I wanted to use it as an excuse, but at the same time, I was like, I'd rather just get the flack yeah, of just yeah. being a dickhead, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. rather than being a dickhead who also coincidentally got his car broken into. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like so, that kind of shakes you up a little. It was like it was like a weird feeling. It was like a I felt violated. I was yeah, like yeah. I was like I was like somebody was like Someone in my car, <laughs> like my car was just sitting out there all alone, <laughs> and like the guys Looking over there. Cold. I know, I'm and I walked penetrated by some stranger. I know some fucking smackhead out there just fucking. God damn, dude. And then so like I'm driving down, and I get anxiety very easily. So I'm driving to my gig. And at this point, like, I've been yelled at all morning because I can't do anything with my family that does not involve them all telling me how much of a piece of shit I am. It's just impossible. Damn. It's just impossible. Just the, you always fucking, you don't fucking listen, blah, blah, blah. That's why you're so absent-minded. That's why you had to move out of your girlfriend's house. Just nonstop. <laughs> Damn. All the time. Fucked. 100%. Yeah. Just valid point after valid point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? It's like, all right, Just like dude. a checklist for you to get your life together. <laughs> like, I've already... I know, I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and so I'm driving down, and so I got them all shaking up. I'm like, I have two gigs today. I have to produce a podcast. I'm like, all right, Jim, just don't fuck. You've already fucked it. You woke up and fucked. You woke up fucked up. Like, you woke up. And so, like, I was like, just don't fuck any more things up. And so I get this message as I'm driving to my first gig, uh, post game, outside of Ravens game. And uh, it's like the weirdest message. 
was like, hey, this is John. Uh, I'd like to have a word with you, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, is this the guy that broke into my car? <laughs> is he like mad that I didn't have enough stuff? He's yeah, like, I'd like fuck. to talk to you. Can you leave more shit in your car next time? <laughs> Please. When are you coming down here now? <laughs> <laughs> we need to work something out, brother. <laughs> you, you owe me. I put a lot of energy into busting your window out. <laughs> you know the risks I took for your fucking stupid wallet with no cash in it? When I looked inside and saw that $15, I was insulted. <laughs> <laughs> and so this guy does doesn't even get to why he has my number or why he's leaving a message until yeah, like yeah. 30 seconds of the message. Finally, it's like, I ran across your Instagram page. I listened to the podcast. I really dug it, man. Uh, I would appreciate it if you gave me a call. He never said why. <laughs> <laughs> he never said why. Hell yeah. You know? get your number? Is your number on the podcast? Yeah, I have it, it there because yeah. I never assumed <laughs> that this shit would happen. Come on, man. <laughs> Just have all this shit up there. And I was like, oh, I don't know a fucking call. <laughs> <laughs> fucking every now and then, dude. I just get a fucking call almost anywhere, like usually fucking wasted somewhere. And this one's like, hey, man, want come on the podcast. Like, Jesus Christ, I got to take this fucking thing down. It's <laughs> not a good idea. Damn, dude. Do you talk to John then, dude? Uh, I didn't know. I'm not going to. I don't know, dude. I'm not going to. Do you want me to call him back as your manager? Oh no, man! And then and then I was like, all right. So I call up the insurance company, and I'm like, look, guys. And they're like, they, they could not wait to tell me that they it was under my deductible. They were like, well, Mr. Selesky. They keep on calling me Anthony because I'm on my parents' insurance. They're like, well, <laughs> well, Anthony. And at this point, I'm just like, whatever, just fucking. All right, what? <laughs> As you know, this is gonna fall under your deductible. I was like, yes, I know. I just want you guys to set something up for me, please. I don't know how to set up appointments for shit. And I figured since I'm paying you guys so much money, well, you could do it. I didn't say all this stuff, but I'm thinking in my head. And uh, <laughs> and accidentally saying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she was like, so we have two appointments. One is tomorrow at 8 a.m. And the other one is Wednesday at 4. And I was like, all right, how lazy am I? Because <laughs> on one token, I want my window present. But on the other hand, I don't feel like waking up at yeah, 7 sleep. in the morning. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's crazy. <laughs> Especially after rocking out the Ravens post game. <laughs> yeah, oh, <I> dude. <laughs> I know. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to fucking make an adult move. I'm like, you know what? Lock me in for 8 a.m. at the at Safe Flight in Parkville and I'm Hey, and she's that's like, where I got my windshield fixed. Dude, that's hey. that's the place. That's yeah, the place. Is. They're good. And uh I I was like, all right, cool. I mean, I I evaded something by making a good decision. I wake up Pouring down rain. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, dude. You just went till Wednesday. You Fuck. gotta ride around with the fucking broken window. I, the that rain. was the thing. I, I had, I, like, I, oh so my, my night, my day yesterday was wake up, wake up <laughs> in Upper Fells, drive to Towson with a broken window, cold. Cold world. Move shit around to my new place, drive back downtown, cold again. Play, get park back in my car. <laughs> yeah, park in a back alley outside the stadium. Window broken out. Already, already did the work for the yeah. next guy. The yeah. next guy shows up. He's like, "Oh, this is convenient." Breaks the other window anyway. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. There you have it. Get back in my car. Drive back up eighty three to the studio. It's producing podcast. Fucking cold again. Produce the podcast. Drive back down to Fell's Point again. Play a gig until two in the morning. At this point, 
I go to Rofo. You're cold. I'm fucking cold. <laughs> I'm freezing. I was uh, going up 83. The fucking wind is like, <laughs> <laughs> like this weird rumbly. I'm like, I've never had this window down before. I don't think <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and I'm fucking just freezing. I'm like, dude, fuck that guy so much, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was not ideal. Was there any point where you were like, oh, let me roll this window up and you forgot? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did it a couple times. I, I I had this like weird OCD where I always like pull the things when I'm bored right. and I just start pulling this one thing. It was just like, like, <laughs> yeah, like the glass cracking. Yeah, glass is shattering. I'm sitting on glass. I never took the time to clear the glass off of my front seat. Just fucking... <laughs> My ass is all cut up. <laughs> fucking hit that button and more glass just starts falling out the thing. I deserved it, dude. I got... No, uh, you don't listen. You're empty-headed. <laughs> but the thing is, it was the worst weekend for this shit to happen because on Friday night, I was scheduled to play at the horse for happy hour, but I was double booked. So I showed up and there was a... I walk in and I see a friend of mine and I'm like, oh, where are you playing tonight? He's like, the horse. I'm like... Oh, me too. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> and we show up, and then so I call up the booking guy, and he's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I fucked that up. You uh, you guys are both going to get paid. And I was like, oh, that's really cool, you know? And um, so and you I both have to play. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what happened. So basically what happened <laughs> is I sit down at the bar, and I'm, I start drinking because I'm not going to drive back. It's a Friday. It's 5.30, 6 p.m. at this point. I'm like, I was going to hang out in here anyway, so I might as well just – no, I'm not going to drive back and drive back another yeah, hour later. Might as well find somebody yeah. to have sex with while somebody breaks into my car. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm hanging out drinking with these guys. I'm drinking with like a surgeon and like an alcoholic. <laughs> and then me. Uh, alcoholic <laughs> surgeon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so we're drinking. At the, uh, within an hour, I've done like three shots of Jaeger. I never drink Jaeger, whatever. I'm just drinking. They're like older. Are you bragging? Yeah, dude, a little <laughs> bit. And then the guy come. and then I get a text from the guy and says, hey, would you mind like playing with the guy? And I was like, borderline. I was like drunk at this point. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> so I get up on stage and I'm playing with this guy that I've never played with. Nothing. We're just fucking doing shit. And I'm just, I don't remember the last half of that show. I don't remember any of Damn. it. Damn. I don't remember any of it. Do you usually drink when you play? I drink when I play, but like... But you don't go hard. Not next I don't go hard. I didn't eat... I went for a run that day and I didn't eat it all that day. And I went in and I drank when I first sat down as if I was just going to get obliterated. Right. And so I'm doing shots and talking to people. And then that's when they hit me that, oh, you should play, man. That'd be cool. And I was like, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Do you think the other guy like hit up the booker guy and was like, hey, he's here. Do you think he'll want to just like play with me? I don't know what the... Sit I See, I don't know. He he we we're like pals. I see him around. Okay. And I guess he just figured it would be a cool idea. And Steve had also coincidentally texted the booking guy had also said, like, hey, if you want to play, you should play. So they both asked me, I was like, all right, I should play. I'm bored. And, I, and at this point I'm like almost blacked out. So it sounded like a great idea. I was like, right. this is awesome. I'm a fucking <laughs> Do you crush drink it. for free? When um you're so when you're performing? You get three drinks and then yeah, um I have a bottle. So like you I get pay, three drinks plus a bottle. Well, basically, so I pay fifty dollars a bottle of Jack, like a big bottle of Jack, and so it winds up being like a dollar per drink. Okay, because like a regular so drink is like easily nine gets fifty drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 53. like my natural move is like when I see people I know, I just get them shots, and they think I'm fucking balling out, but in reality, it costs me like one dollar. But like still, <laughs> I I go through like a bottle every three gigs, which is like abnormally not good. It's not good. I go through way too much. That's too much? 
I would oh, say yeah. a full ass bottle. Dude, if dude? I got a full ass bottle of Jack Daniels every time I performed, I'd be drinking a full ass bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah. Or actually giving out a bunch of drinks. Yeah, too. for real. <laughs> I just got, and then and then of course, so I I don't remember the last part of the show, and then I just got I was so obviously drunk that I was just like my friend Mike Manos played the night shift and I was just like booing him <laughs> <laughs> and fucking a good friend right going there. up to his tip jar and pretending to tip him and then not and then doing all kinds of shit <laughs> by the end of the night I like I'm like friends with the bartender and I, I like pretending I was gonna tip him a 20 and then he was like oh thanks man I appreciate it and I was like let me get a 10 and 10 ones. And then he was like, oh, and then he's like super busy. And I'm not like aware. I was like drinking whiskey Red Bulls by the end. I don't even know. Damn. I'm not even a <laughs> I was like, yo, at first I got a whiskey diet Coke. And I was like, yo, top it off with a Red Bull, dude. Let's fucking do it. Top it off with Red Bull. And he was like, all right, oh, man, whatever. Shit. That removes the diet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, let me get a 10 and 10 ones. He's busy as fuck. He's like, oh, fuck. Goes back to the thing. Takes like five minutes. Finally gets my change. Comes back. And I'm like, keep it. <laughs> just being a total dick just being a total dick earn like, that fucking tip boy <laughs> oh man Fuck yeah. I mean, but he can't get mad at you he can't he was yeah. he can't he always comes in his off night is sunday and he always comes in and sits to the bar and boos me when i'm playing so i was like dude we have this thing where we just fuck with each other all the time so like it works out you know yeah, yeah, it works yeah. out that's how i consider someone my friend if I can't fuck with you, it's like, what's the fucking point? You know? Yeah. yeah. That's what friends are for. I met the girl that books this place I was trying to get into for the first time ever. And she was like, oh, you're the guy from the email at this point. I'm like, oh, what's up, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> I had to like message her the next day. I was like, I'm sorry for being a fucking retard last night. That's not normally me. Yeah, I'm the email man. <laughs> well, I loved you last night. I was going to say it was the place that you emailed to get into her pussy. <laughs> I don't know, but I can't help it. I think, I think she might possibly want to bang me, which is why I got Ooh. let off the hook. Because she was like, hey, next time you play, let me know. I want to come out and see. And I was like, all right, yeah, damn. You do. This is, yeah, I bet, you, like, I bet you want to see me. <laughs> it's like, this is great. <laughs> this is great. But yeah, so, so after having that happen on Friday and then just being a degenerate all Saturday and then having that window busted out on Sunday and then being yelled at all day, I was like, I've never deserved this more in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and so it just all added up and I'm still like trying to get past like the fucking just, I don't know. Yeah, do, do you keep your car clean? Yes, I do. Actually, that's, that's exactly you fucking deserve. I do. I keep my car stocked with trash <laughs> and I keep so much valuable shit in my car, but nobody knows because there's just a whole bunch of fucking Burger King bags right. in the back and shit like that. That's smart. That's yeah. smart. I used to keep my other car fucking filthy and nobody ever broke into oh, it. Oh, you got a new one? Yeah, I got a new one, yeah. I, I noticed that yeah. you were riding And a it's been the worst than... luck car of all time. Yeah. I got in an accident a month ago, put up like $7,000 worth of damage. Mm. Finally got it fixed and then this happened and I've only had it for 3 months. Dog, I got when I, I got an Impala and I got I had it for 3 days. I hit a patch of black ice. Rear-ended a guy. Yeah, yeah. And then it was in the <laughs> shop for two weeks after that. And I got it out of the shop. First day, I had it, like I got it out of the shop at like 4 p.m. the day before. The next day, I'm going from school to Abby's place. Fucking, that's when I got rear-ended by Wolfram from my bit. Yeah. 65 miles per hour just fucking totaled me. I was like, I was yeah, stopped yeah. At, on 695. I was the last car in traffic. Just fucking... 
pounded my shit from the back and then I hit there was like one of them Ford like work vans in front of me. So like he hit me from the back and then I hit the back of that and it just fucking smushed my car. And like I was like fucking with my iPod when it happened. Oh. So like I did like they were like when I got to the hospital, they were like, if you would have like seen that coming, you would be fucked up right now. But the fact that you didn't see it coming and you were so like loose Lucy when it Lucy, happened, yeah. that like that like saved you from like having like a broken back and fucking like all I had was like a mild concussion and my my spine was bruised. But they said if I would have tensed up that I probably would have broke my back. That is like the biggest like paradox of all that shit because like in a way distracted driving saved your life 100 percent. like 100 like everybody yeah. always talks about how distracting driving kills yeah. but we're not, we don't talk about the lives it saves Dude, yeah. right. and that's you should go around high schools about. and give talks <laughs> <laughs> i just remember like seeing the truck in front of me started moving over to the shoulder and i was like, oh, like i'm this? about to fucking tweet this shit out <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what's what's this dumb bitch <laughs> i know your parents i know your teachers i know the cops are always telling you put your phones down but i'm standing here today if you are at a full complete stop pull out <laughs> your phone and start facebooking <laughs> <laughs> post a status about how shitty traffic is in case some 95 year old decides to hit you at 70 miles per hour i'm surprised he was going that fast dude. he got his pedals mixed up <laughs> yeah he's 91 dude that is an old move dude, how is he still driving i know, i wanted so to crazy. know how he was still alive after because <laughs> like you really once you get your license dude you don't have to like Go again. It's yeah. not like you had to like recertify yeah, like just, a contractor or yeah, something. Get a new one in the mail when you need the new one. Like you don't have they to go just, in. Yeah, they just fucking see. You want to take a new picture? He was like, nah, I've been old as fuck for the past 30 years. Yeah. What's the difference? I'm only getting worse looking. I tried <laughs> to do the right thing too, and I didn't sue him because like he was like 91. We looked him up online and he had like a whole bunch of kids and like grandkids and shit. And I was like, I don't want to sue this old man who's about to die and leave money yeah. to his fucking. You know, and then the guy that I had hit two weeks earlier tried to sue me for $35,000 like a year after it happened. But I, he ended up like not it, his lawsuit never went through because like he waited eight months to even get his car looked at. Yeah. What the fuck? He waited over a year to go to the doctor for it. That's like, another amazing thing about life. Another paradox is you can get out of so much shit by just lying and avoiding it. Yeah. Like my brother got his I don't, car. I don't know that does, actually you know now that you say that and i think about it a little bit more that doesn't sound like a good plan well and here's, the thing, here's the thing <laughs> texting and driving isn't necessarily a good plan but there are instances where for instance i had my rearview mirror knocked off <clears throat> uh i somebody left a note on my car saying this is the license plate of the guy who knocked your mirror off hey. this is in the towson mall and i'm like dope cool so I call up the cops and I say, or I call up the insurance company because they handle all that shit. And right. they were like, cool. I gave them all the information. I get a call two days later and they were like, yeah, so we called the guy who owns the car. He's denying it. And I was like, all right, we'll call up the other piece. They saw it and called yeah. them all. They got cameras. And then she calls me like two days later. She's like, so the mall says that that car wasn't in view, like where you were parked wasn't in view of the cameras. I'm like, Okay. Damn. Okay. And she's like, also, we called the witness and they don't want to get involved. Uh, and I was like, ah. And they were like, shit. also, it's below your deductible. <laughs> 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 oh, man. And then my brother, literally, my brother was in a parking lot at, uh, outside of like fucking Target or something like that. A guy 
ran into his car, parking the car. My brother walks outside. There is an off-duty police officer who witnessed this happen. And then the guy says, but he was off-duty, and they're just technically witnesses. Or, no, I think the situation was somebody else saw it happen, and then, they, and then the off-duty police officer saw the aftermath. And then my brother goes out, and he's like, hey, you hit my car. And he was like, no, I didn't. I didn't hit your car. And then my brother was like, but... Dude, I can see like the marks and these people just said you did it and the cop at this point was standing there and the cop was like, don't worry, man. I, I saw, like, I, I got you. My brother calls the insurance company. They're like, yeah, he's denying it. He's just saying he didn't do it and they can't access the camera footage. Apparently, they just point cameras like wherever yeah. shit doesn't happen. They're just like yeah. watching the produce section yeah, or something. Like just pointing at the exit. Yeah, exactly. Mm, it, yeah. And so the guy just keeps denying and denying it and, and the, it's like the insurance company. They're just like, well, I don't know what to tell you, sir. You're just fucked. They love telling you you're fucked. Oh, yeah. They love it. That's, they like, love that's it. the whole point. Insurance is just preying on the weak. That's all it is. But that's what I'm saying. Like, these guys, like, a person like you, anybody in this room, I assume, would have been like, yeah, I, I ran into this guy's car in front of multiple people. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm probably going to have to own it. Yeah. <laughs> but then other people are just like, fuck it, dude. Yeah. Fuck him. I don't fuck care him. who's I didn't do it. I didn't, I didn't do it. Yeah, Not yeah. me. Not me. There's other cars here. I don't even I, fucking go to Target. I don't know what Target what are you is. talking about, dude? This I bought this car like this. Dude, fuck it. What do you mean I was at Target? I don't. Like, what would I be doing at a Target? Why would I be there? Why I don't even own a Target. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, just lying and denying, dude. I don't do that. It's just like styling. And, and that's why I'm in the position I'm in. <laughs> I can't help but wonder. Yeah. Peter's a big liar, McLiar pants. I guess, man. It's like you see people just go through life being such pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when when is this gonna like when is it gonna happen to you? Like when when does it catch up? Exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah. maybe there is, maybe these some people are pieces of shit their entire lives and just keep on winning. Mm-hmm. Just always winning. Pieces of shit, fucking, you know. Not uh, even forgot. like winning. They just don't lose. They just you don't know? lose. Yeah. Like they come out well, even all the time. I've only had one person that was kind of like that in my life that I heard like roundaboutly. He got fucked. So okay, so my old coworker turned boss at this weird like video game testing job I had. Okay. That turned into like a customer support job. Very weird time in my life. I was nineteen. I was like the youngest person at the office. And um an office for video game testing, but yeah. turned customer service. Yeah, they did both. Huh. It was like a weird outsourcing place. But so I had this coworker who uh big fat white guy, kinda bald and beard, that like typical archetype. Yeah. Like he looked like the fucking World of Warcraft like episode of Star <laughs> uh, South, South Park. Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When like he started describing dude. him, that's what yeah, I saw yeah. in my head. Dude, exactly. So <laughs> perfect. And um, he would call himself Bear because he said he like had whatever percentage Native American or whatever. Uh, it's getting more typical. And his fucking like mom was a trucker and like all this other weird shit. But basically, the thing happened where uh, we had like this new client coming on, and like a bunch of us were signing up to be on that team, and it was for like uh, like Take Two, so it was like Rockstar and Two K and Fuck shit. Yeah. Um, but he like lied about his like resume and shit and got like a managerial position in that new spot. 
And he had went to like fucking University of Phoenix and all this other bullshit. Like I had just dropped out of college <laughs> and I was more qualified probably than him. Right. Um, but so like I worked that job for a little bit and uh, end up like quitting just because it like sucked. It was a bad job. Um, I like the last shifts that I had when I was on my way out, I was working like two to 10, which was so fucking weird. Yeah. Like waking up going into work at two and leaving like almost when I'm supposed to go to bed. Right. I had a bedtime back then. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> no, 19? No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, you get home. Yeah. Mom's, like, you know, mom's holding a fucking wooden spoon. <laughs> <laughs> fucking apron on. <laughs> um, no. And uh, so like I quit. And I'm like forgetting about that place slowly because it like I'd remember like the funny shit like me and my coworker like three of my friends had like this Skype chat that we would just shit talk everyone in the place. Cause like half the people had like halitosis, all the other, everyone was like complaining about having IBS and fucking like diarrhea all day. That's me. Fucking. Yeah. I have both (laughs) those things. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, uh, but my old coworker there, like, messaged me on Facebook out of the blue, like a year or so after I quit. And he was like, just want to let you know, fucking bear finally got caught up in all of his fucking lies and bullshit and they canned his ass hey. it was beautiful <laughs> like, i have that job now da, 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 da. Oh, like, fuck you, fucking stuck around nah, i love when that <laughs> shit i've I, I, there's a there's a fair amount of times in my life when that's like stuff has gone the other way like similar to yours i, I was working at cheesecake factory and this manager at the columbia store was always bitching at me all the time just fucking he like pulled me outside and was yelling at me about something and fucking the key word in that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he eventually like down the line after i'd already transferred to a different store and he he somebody told me through the vine that they were like yeah he apparently was like stealing from the store the entire time and what he was doing was they would get like a check from a table right and if it was a cash check, because when you swipe the credit card, you have to give it back to the customer and they have to sign for a total. So it kind of like locks it in the system. But mm-hmm. if you get a cash check, then the server just keeps it in his bank. And then at the end of the night, he'll pay it out. Right. So what they were doing was the server would charge for sodas if they got them. So let's say it was like four people, they got four Cokes and it was like eight bucks. If it was a cash check, the manager would then void those off before closing out the tab and just pocket the money that the customers paid for sodas. And so you're thinking like $6 here, $8 there, but doing it every day, right? Th- every like throughout the entire shift, and he was pocketing a lot of money. Yeah. And finally he got caught somehow. <laughs> but it's just like, it's just weird to hear. Yeah, they stuff- would get like truckloads of fucking Coke syrup, and mm-hmm. no one would have been ordering sodas for like <laughs> months. <laughs> exactly. Who's <laughs> drinking this shit? Your boys? Damn. And then there was this other manager who would always, he was like, his name was Chris, and he was, uh, was so fucking prim and proper and fucking Jimmy you need you need to get a watch so you can show up on some fucking bullshit oh. fuck you dude you fucking nerd yeah, dude you fucking ask your grandpa for that line. I know <laughs> and then he got he transferred to Columbia and, and got caught on camera actually it's kind of dope he was fucking <laughs> a hostess in the office lit but here's the other thing he didn't get fired he just got transferred to fucking San Francisco. Like the fucking oh. Catholic church. He got a yeah. vacation out of it. Yeah, they're like, you want to fuck? You better fuck a boy now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. You're going to have to smoke the whole pack now. <laughs> it fucks with my head. I can't understand. I can understand people just blatantly being assholes. But what's weird to me, like if you're an asshole, 
and you don't hold anybody else accountable for being an asshole. Like if you're a dick and you're just like, well, he's a dick too. Fuck him. Like yeah. whatever. That's cool. But the people who are the kind of people that tell other people how they should live their lives, like the managers and shit like that, or like, you know, like tying in the kind of stuff we were talking about before the podcast, but like the people that are going out there and telling other people how they need to be and, and this kind of shit, but then their own lives are pieces of shit. It's like, what kind of mental dissociation do you have where like you don't hold yourself to the same standards that you hold everyone around you yeah and it's like this like weird like i don't want to say like mental illness but you see it so prevalent like when people talk about like joke controversies or like um the whole thing where like everybody was getting on like not not to get like political but just like as an example like when everybody was talking about like kavanaugh and like drinking in college and they were like oh we have evidence to believe he blacked out in college it's like did you guys not black out in college like right. what what are we like you're yeah. it's like you don't believe that they're in the same realm as you right. and so you allow yourself all these things that you when you see someone else doing it's like well yeah i i drink and screw people out of money and fuck with people but like fuck everybody else who does that it's like what kind of it, it, i never it, it, i don't know what that is it's but like, it's so common yeah it's like you don't know if they're just not self-aware enough to realize that's who they are or are they like so like deluded and like fucked up in their own head that they think they're not that like well there's a saying that i, I thought I was pretty the same thing huh i guess that's the same thing what i just said no no you you were yeah piggybacking it perfect flow of conversation i'm the piggyback right boy perfect flow in fact this part people should have to pay for this mm -hmm. this particular part i'm gonna charge for yeah, donate to, <laughs> donate to my venmo for this part of the conversation <laughs> i'm gonna piggyback on the getting paid too <laughs> but what the fuck was i gonna say god damn it all right it's free again it's free again guys tune back in because i fucked you it. said you had a saying oh yeah, oh yeah like, perfect all right yeah, yeah. all right <laughs> Good job, Eric. Break out the cards again. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, there is a saying. Security codes, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it is, we judge others by their actions and ourselves by our intentions. And I thought that was a very accurate quote because you look around and, and you see other people doing their things and you don't understand what they're doing from their perspective. You only see it from how it affects you and your life. And so everything you perceive is through the lens of your own self. Like, oh, that guy's doing that. This is how it affects me. And that's how you judge if that guy's a dick. But when you do shit in your own daily life and you're you every day, I feel like there are very few people who are legitimately just ruthless, asshole, evil pieces of shit. I think what happens is people are weak and they are selfish and they need to find ways to justify to themselves why what they're doing is actually okay. Because otherwise, you would have to live with the fact that you're just a fucking asshole, and nobody thinks they're an asshole. Right. Few people just live, just, I, I'm a complete terrible person. Few people, most terrible people don't think they're terrible people. Most terrible people think everyone else is terrible right. because they're so self-absorbed that they can only see things through the lens of, well, when he did that, even though, you know, he has adjusted, it affected me this way, and so that guy sucks. Right. So, I don't know. Maybe that's what that dissociation we were yeah. talking about before. Yeah, was that a was that a Martin Luther King quote or? I don't know who said it. <laughs> I don't know who said it. I don't know. I liked it though. Well, it's yeah, like it's also a similar to like the other saying. I don't know if it's a saying or just a train of thought or something. But like, it's easier for you to see problems in someone else 
than it is to see them within yourself. And it's like easier to fix someone else's problem, even though maybe the same thing is yours, mm-hmm. but you just can't see it. I think Confucius say that. Yeah, yeah. And then there's <laughs> another saying that says coaches don't play, meaning that sometimes there are people who outside looking in can objectively assess your situation and give you a better foot forward, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they have their own shit straightened out. Like, I might be good at certain things in my own life that you aren't good at, but then at the same time, you might have things. And so, like, I might be able to help you with those things, but that doesn't mean that I don't, that you can I'm not flawed it. in some other area. Right. Or that, like, you, everybody has their, like, fallbacks and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, like the yeah, because the the best coaches are usually people that weren't <laughs> great at playing. Yeah, it's like I can't do it. I know what to do. I know how to do it. I just can't do it. But again, that's that's all that weakness that I was talking about. It's self discipline because I could tell you everything I need to do to be a better person. I could lay it out. Just wake up earlier. Don't drink so much. Be more organized. Like all simple things. Right. Just structure. I'm never going to do it. Mm. <laughs> but if you came to me and said, I'm having these problems and this, that, the other thing, I'd be like, wake up earlier, fucking organize yourself, all this shit. And you'd be like, well, fuck you, Jimmy. Look at your fucking studio, dude. I'd be like, well, dude, you have a better one. I'm just telling you how you could have a better one. I'm not going to do it. Maybe you will. Honestly, coach. I mean, you, you can't use the look at your studio line because from the first time I came in here till now, this place is a lot better, well-kept. It's it, it feels like a home now. Oh, thank I mean, you. it didn't feel. It's not that it didn't feel like a home before, but it definitely felt felt more like a boys, you know, like a boys club treehouse. Yeah. <laughs> like, like porno magazines on the floor and fucking, like cum stains everywhere. But I don't think it's actually changed much in the last. Like, I think year it just so. has character now. I don't yeah, know what yeah. it is. It's got. Yeah. There's Everything's more. just where it is. Yeah. And that's how Do you guys been. feel weird about the fucking Whitey Bulger poster thing now that uh, Whitey Bulger got his fucking eyes gouged out in prison? I think it makes I that poster. That's why his better. eyes are so dark. Those aren't sunglasses. Those are just <laughs> the caverns of his skull. They knew what was going to happen. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I always kept it up there because of the uh, black ass. Black ass. ass. Yeah. That was funny. Because I looked at it the other day. I was like, I didn't really like that movie. It was okay. It was an okay yeah. movie. Well, I mean, he died last well, and, like, week. The so. Godzilla movie wasn't cool, but I think that poster looks dope. It works. It works. I did not even realize that that was there. Exactly. It's been there all along. It's been there the whole time. (laughs) time. That thing's as old as the walls, dude. Yeah, dude, the tiger poster. The tiger poster is my favorite. Okay. That's my favorite thing. But I think think there is a certain element of like... uh, like people say, like a, a house has like a, a, a vibe. I feel like it just makes sense in here now. It yeah. just looks There's very a vibe in here. Homey. Like you could walk. I feel like there are certain places, and that's what makes you good at interior design. Not saying I'm good at interior design, but I'm also not saying I'm bad at interior. That is design. his fallback. <laughs> <laughs> but like you can walk into a place and kind of tell what kind of person that person is, you know. And so I feel like if you walked in here, you'd be like. Right, this guy probably isn't the most like organized person, but he's not a complete asshole either. Like he's got, he's got a toothbrush on top of an amplifier. Like he's got his life in but order. That's been there. <laughs> <laughs> guy brushes his teeth. You know, what you know. There's a microwave. The guy brushes his teeth out of a hose spigot from his neighbor's house. He may live here. <laughs> I did that. Yeah. <laughs> that's and I, by, I did that. I mean, I do that. That's some of the, that's some of the most Greek shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Sometimes they just don't make it home, dude. Yeah, dude. Jimmy's what you call a socialist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your water, my water, yeah. dude. 
I did one time try to talk my neighbors into working out a deal where I could use their bathroom. Didn't work out. <laughs> I didn't. I, I like brought it up in a way where I had like already decided it wasn't gonna happen. But well, like, also we beat them in fucking beer pong yeah. for that the, yeah. that right exactly. And that was a bad night for both of us drinking wise. And so I feel like we probably did make we that do deal. Earn. We earned that bath. We did. I feel like that was part of the deal when we played him. Yeah. I feel like that was easily something I was like, yeah, all right, was. dude, if we fucking smoke you in beer pong, we get to use your bathroom. And then everybody just blacked out and forgot the deal. Yeah. Except for me right now. It seems like, <laughs> they, it seems like they black out a lot. Last time I was here, they came in here and they they're were fucking, blacked out. They're like college bros, yeah. dude. They just graduated. Remember that boy came in here in his fucking undies? Yeah. yeah. Straight it was hot out, though. I sitting think. on the stool with was his it, fucking was it hot out. out? It was hot out. It was okay, the, yeah. It was, it was summer. summertime. It was summer. But there are shorts in the world. You can wear shorts. Mm-hmm. But, like, I get it. Like, he's a fucking bro, dude. Uh, Close that, to his house. That so. one boy was like, the girl's passed out in there. I got to go check on her. And <laughs> came back, like, 30 oh, minutes later. <laughs> like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> no. That was uh, yeah, episode 172, anyway. if you want to go back <laughs> and look at that one. <laughs> in the future. <laughs> That's from the year 2021. That episode <laughs> happened. Yeah. Oh, Wait, you guys don't know. Yeah. What episode are you on? What is this going to be? 125. Okay, 1. so 5. then just regular 72 then. Okay. Episode 72. Oh, you were on here or what? You were on here fairly recently, I think. You were on here right before it you was left. It in the summertime. Yeah. Yeah. Summertime. June, I believe. That now been, everything's that's full circle. Like 105 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think 105. It was dude. a hot one. We Autistic. had the windows open. The door was open. That's why they came in. Yeah, yeah. The door they heard us yeah. fucking laughing, <laughs> having a blast. Having a ball. Geeking out. And then they came in and they were like, oh, we're fucked up. We're in college. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Steve's going to take his clothes off. He's going to pull his balls out. <laughs> that's what Not intentionally, but it'll just spill out. Yeah. That's what was so fucked up is I'm sitting here on the couch and he's sitting like point blank in the stool with his fucking balls out. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, dude. Put your balls away. I fucking love here. that. No homo, but I love that. I love the fact that like that shit happens dude that's the yeah. vibe of the studio yeah. I like that, that stuff happens we had so like a chilling. we had a fun two weeks where uh we had um i think you were in town like the night that happened maybe we had like stork and oldershaw come up after a joe squared mic i think and then um <clears throat> the neighbors came over with their friend and then the next week we had Nick on again, and they did the same thing. But we had like segments in each episode where, uh, fucking, what's her name? It starts with an M, I think. Michaela. Michaela. Mc- Dude, did you listen? <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> dude, those were some fun apps. They were fun. It turned dude. into fucking Love Line at the end of it. Yeah, dude, those were cool. I dig that shit. Yeah, now that's where, you know, this all to bring back. Coach doesn't play. <laughs> <laughs> we don't actually live these things we're telling you, but these are our thoughts. These are things that happen. Can I, I gotta go pee real quick. Okay, yeah. And I'm gonna Do grab something from my car. Also. I'm okay. putting on a Cuddy song in the meantime. Yeah, we'll do a little intermission. I'm away, I'm away, I'm away. We're back to it. Yeah, I guess so, dude. I was just trying to sneak us in there, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Real slick, dude. Fuck yeah. Slithering around her. Fucking <laughs> in the tell. cut. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> Plugging shit in. <laughs> Lighting the candles. That's what we need back in here. A fucking candle. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. If there were candles in here. I mean, Candle, vivacious, dude. Like I love a, candles, man. No, we need... This is going to sound like such a girl thing to say. Uh-oh. But we need like a floor lamp, and then we wouldn't have to use the overhead. A floor lamp? A floor lamp would be kind of cool. Where Make would you put it? Sexy Keep it here? dim. Where would you put yeah, it? Yeah, probably over there. You know where I think it might, might not be that Maybe bad is in that lamp corner. right here. Ooh, table lamp. Or I guess you could do a floor lamp back there. Do one little, of them lamps. Empty space, yeah, there's there. empty space. Or right over there is empty space, dude. Yeah, yeah. A lot of empty space. A lot of empty space. If I don't you know. Right here, floor lamp would be cool. Floor lamp would be cool. What's a floor lamp? Lamp that just like on. a standing, a freestanding lamp. <laughs> Too manly to know what a floor lamp is. Okay. Yeah, dude. I figured like all lamps were floor lamps. Nah, well, like, some are on like tables. A table lamp, some are wall mounted. Oh right, you're one of them. You're talking about the big lamps. I'm talking about like the big boys. Yeah, I yeah. call those big lamps. Big lamps. Yeah, you, you guys are moving, moving in a new place. So you got to get on your fucking interior design. So you got to know. That. You got floor lamps. Okay. Yeah, there you know. You, there you, you go. can pick up the mic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <dude. laughs> uh, yeah. Abby fucking handles all that shit. You know, there is such a a, a truth <laughs> to the statement of like a place having a woman's touch. Because women just have this like innate capability. Just like it's it's not like dudes can't have a cool spot, but like dudes are never gonna think to like put a Make flower somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if everything is like functional. It's like, dude, yeah, that's a table with the shot glass full of cigs <laughs> and, <laughs> and the pen, and then I have the big full glass full of cigs over here, and that works. That works, you know. And but like a girl would be like, no, we what what you can't. Do yeah. <laughs> First, they'd be like, what? <laughs> we need you to know? conglomerate. They put the a cigs. fucking candle down. <laughs> put a fucking runner on the table. I know, but that's like that's like the like I, I saw I saw a little uh, or like a meme or I, I don't know the fuck I sound like such an adult when I say the word meme because I don't say it coolly. <laughs> like I saw a meme the other day, and uh, it was like a text back and forth. I'm gonna do a terrible job of describing this. I'm sorry. And it was like uh, some girl was like, "Do you have a paper clip?" And then there was like a paper. It was like a picture of a paper clip like under a table somewhere, and the dude texted back like, "Yeah, it's on on the floor like right side of the desk." And the the moral was like. We know where our shit is if you don't fucking move it or something like that. Like right. we we have like our own sense of like if you ask me like yo where's where's the tambourine I'd be like oh, right over there dude right on the table next to the Dixie cups and my broken laptop covered in <laughs> wires <laughs> yeah. under the wires yeah. And the, yeah. yeah but like like where's the where's the bong that you haven't used because it's broken oh it's right it's right there mm-hmm. in front of the <laughs> book yeah I'm not there's no there's no there's no place for things things just go where they things are. go where they go yeah, dude. Yeah. they're part of the decor in a way like sometimes I'll move something like something like that pack of spoons and I'll just be like yeah it doesn't feel right I don't like that it's not <laughs> gotta there. put these back <laughs> like when I finish those spoons I'm gonna be like I need to get more get, <laughs> I get more spoons <laughs> just fucking come back in here and there's 30 spoons <laughs> but it is it's such a it is it is a very physical representation of our <laughs> differences yeah i feel like a yeah a candle a flower and maybe Rugs. i don't know about a flower you think just like a, a okay flower sounds feminine a Flowers plant let's get a plant yeah a plant let's would be plant. cool let's get a plant let's even a, a plant. fake plant or like fake fruit no let's get a spider plant they don't fucking die what's a spider plant dude fake fruit would be it looks like that'd be unreal yeah i don't know if you ever saw mine but it's just like a <laughs> tiny little plant <laughs> Dude, fake fruit in a fucking wooden bowl on the table. Yeah, dude, that'd be cool. <laughs> Still get fruit flies somehow. <laughs> fake fruit flies and shit. Dude, Tupac hologram fruit flies. <laughs> I have like inadvertent pets. I have a mantis. 
two mantises. One was living on that bat. The other one was living behind that poster. <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't the same one? It wasn't the same one, dude. Two mantises. And I would just be doing shit in the studio, and I hear, like, scratching, like... Like, dude, we fucking praying over there. Calm down, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Jeez, Louise. But, like, I didn't know. Like, I, I know it's getting cold outside. And so I was like, should I let him out? You know? He came in here. And the weird thing was, it was, this was weird. I was, I was standing there. Got a voicemail on my phone. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. the prime man. <laughs> trying to fucking sleep back in. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I listen to your podcast. I really <laughs> <like>. <laughs> I'd love to be on. <laughs> Fucking, I'm playing through the amp over there, and I look down, and on top of that stool, <coughs> there's a big ass mantis, like the size of this phone. And I looked at it, and I was like, <gasps> I was like, oh, what the fuck is that? I wasn't expecting a, a, a mantis. And then I looked down, and I'm like playing guitar, and I swear to God, the thing was just fucking doing this. And I'll play a note, and he'd go. I was like, yo, this is fucking crazy. Dude, was this dancing. the same day you took mushrooms? No, this was like a day I hadn't done anything. Literally mm. nothing. Or like I the only thing I left here. And like <laughs> <laughs> that might be enough to get you tripping. <laughs> I was like tripping on kerosene fumes and <laughs> old beer. <laughs> the whole thing sealed up. <laughs> Not even on with the kerosene's running. <laughs> Man, just you like my original music, right? He'll <laughs> <laughs> have a meeting to talk to you about that. <laughs> I like the cast. <laughs> Not so much a fan of sophomore. <laughs> oh, man. They're gone now, though? I th- I haven't seen them in a while. I don't know where they go, you know? Like, they should be dead by now. Mm-hmm. Every time around this time of year. There's probably two dead mantises. <laughs> Yeah, the spoon box. <laughs> if you try to move that poster one day, a, man, a dead mantis is just going to fall out of it. Dude, mantises is the coolest bugs, though. I had this one mantis that lived on my old apartment's window, and I called him Manny. And he would just That's like sit name. there and eat cicadas and shit. Right. And, like, dude, mantises are fucking ruthless. Like, other animals, they're like other bugs, they have like venom, like spiders, like inject you. And then you just sit there and you're like, ah, fuck. And you liquefy and the spider's like, hmm. Right. The mantises would just grab a bug and just start eating them head yeah, first. Yeah, they got like predator mouths. Yeah, yeah. They, dude, their mouths go like literally like like two ways. They have like they have two mouths. Yeah. yeah. And they just freaking grind it. I was watching this mantis. He had him in like a fucking full Nelson. And the fucking cicada was just like. Uh, cicadas are dumb as shit, dude. Cicadas suck. I don't even think they have brains. I They'll think fly into you if you fucking sit there long enough. I'm almost... What is the... Okay. What is the difference, when you really get down to it, between a, a cicada and a plant, kind of? Because, like, they don't really have brains, and they live underground for, like, the majority of the thing, and they just, like, gestate. They germinate. And then they fucking crawl up, and then they become these things. They are pretty much just, like, leaf-eating... Leaves in a way. No, they fly huh? around. And they hit people. I don't know, dude. <laughs> they, they like reproduce and fucking. Plants <laughs> reproduce, dude. Yeah, that's fun, Eric. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. When I see a cicada, I look at a leaf. I see a leaf. I see, see a, a leaf. leaf. I see a leaf flying around with like eyes. And like, dude, when I was a kid, you I ever would see a stick bug. 
Do you think they're plants too? They're sticks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Stick eating sticks. <laughs> Terrible campfire. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I would, I would, dude. Oh, you God. watch a cicada. And when I was that's a kid, campfire. when we got hit with the big cicada storm in like 2004 or whatever, I. Oh, it's a plague. A plague. A plague. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. A plague cicada storm. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> weatherman's out there with the radar. They're going. Yeah. Fucking, I would just take their two front legs. I'm not a serial killer. But I was like fucking eleven, and I would just like pop off their head, and then just put the head back on, and they wouldn't do anything differently. <laughs> they would do nothing differently. They still existed. They still would walk around with their head like zombie cicadas. You would take a cicada's head off. I and would put it back on. Take its front legs and just pop, and then just put it back on, and put it down. And then, but how long did you watch it move around? It was it, dude, they would dying. they would cruise for like five minutes, just walking around, dying slowly. Dude, <laughs> you wouldn't be walking around if I took your head off, right? If I took your head off right now, I get like a good fifteen seconds. Yeah, fifteen yeah. seconds. They do say your head, like you do, make facial expressions. Like when they, that's why they put the, that's why they put the, um, when you get guillotined. Not that that's a yeah. thing that happens anymore. <laughs> they, yeah, I think it's like eight seconds. thing over your over. head because, like, they'll cut your head off and like the the head will still be. For like ten seconds, yeah. and it's fucking. Yeah, there's still oxygen in your brain. You gotta mm-hmm. wait for all that oxygen to leave. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Your brain's still like doing things. All right, so I'm gonna X my flying leaf theory off of my <laughs> list of good <laughs> thoughts I've had. Yeah. <laughs> you were killing it. first half. Yeah, you were dude. killing it with the first thoughts. Half. Oh my god! We come back. And we're all comfortable like, here. Yeah. I want to tell you about this flying leaf theory I have. Here. <laughs> you ever seen a bug and thought that's not a bug? <laughs> it sounds like you smoked during intermission, but you didn't. I think I, I think I'm very secondhand high right now. <laughs> that yeah. was a, that was I think that's a. It's got to be a thing. It's so a thing. I'm not the same person I was 30 minutes ago. I don't know about secondhand, but I know about third person. <laughs> third person. I see three beers on the table. Yeah, but that's. <laughs> It's different, dude. <laughs> it's different, dude. That Three natty bows is nothing. Three natty bows. Yeah, I'm just. That's like. That's nothing, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. That's stick bug territory, though. <laughs> yeah, that's when you start thinking. That's when you that's start having these leaves. thoughts. You know, you start. Yeah. Three natty bows in. You're like, hmm. Bugs leave. What are so three natty bows shit? is equivalent to like forty IQ points. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dumb as shit. I'm like, dude, we think about plants and animals. Same thing. Yeah, seven more. You're like, no, I am a log. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was such a dumb segment. No, man. We don't segment. have segments. Yeah. True. True. So fucking free form, dude. True. Yeah. That portion was definitely free. That portion would <laughs> pay people to listen to. I'm like, well, I'll give you five bucks if you entertain mm. this theory. Yeah, first half of this podcast is worth two dollars. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's all sure. stuff we'll do eventually, I guess. Yeah, next year. Haven't had a mouse in here in a while. Whatever. Dude, I saw one outside. Fucking take we, care of us. When we pulled up, there I think was it was one. a chipmunk, dude. We it got a lot been. of chipmunks. Chipmunks, chipmunks are so cute, dude. They're so good. I think there's some on my r- ceiling. Yeah, let's yeah, fucking let's smoke them out, dude. We're doing that right now, dude. If you could capture a chipmunk and have it in here, that'd be dope. I'd just yeah, be like a little pet. studio pet, little mm-hmm. pet, dude. Yeah. I want a fish. The one of many. They're so fast. Chipmunks, they just get out of there. Yeah, dude, that's why their voice is so high pitched, mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's always, you ever play a song in fast forward? It's like, eh, that's them all the time, dude. Right. All <laughs> dude, chipmunks are always in fast just forward. Practicing your songs up there, like Dalvin <laughs> and the Chipmunks. <laughs> 
the mantis is just like, mm, I don't like this shit either. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get out. But of at here. least it's getting over with quicker. <laughs> this guy's already on the second hook. <laughs> Damn, Are you hitting the sidebar tonight? Nah. No. Nah. Oh, dude, too Dang. fucking good for Baltimore now, bro. I don't want to fucking. It's already like nine. Hasn't even started yet. No, it's probably it just been started. Going. Probably. Yeah, it's probably been going for yeah. at least eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Dude. Might as well be over by now. <laughs> yeah. I haven't. Yeah, I probably shouldn't go either. Now I'm thinking about it. I need to fucking make my apartment livable. Technically owned it for like five days and just still haven't slept there. Yeah, man, make that happen. Yeah. You haven't. You move a bed over there. I haven't today? slept there yet because like I still gotta build my bed and shit. I gotta build my bed. <laughs> what the fuck? So it's like 15 minutes. Are you talking about like a whole bed frame and everything? The whole thing, dude. Do you have to use like a you have drill or anything? Bed? No, I think it just snaps together. Okay. That's I don't not know. Bad. It's not difficult. But remember that shit I was telling you earlier? Yeah. About how like I'm not going to do stuff? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like you can tell me how to build a bed. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm building my fucking bed. Dude. Right. Yeah, dude. So either sidebar or own an apartment, but still live with your parents. Yeah, dude. That yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's really. <laughs> You're telling me you could go over there right now, build your bed, and then sleep there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a lot better than sidebar. Hey man, coaches don't play, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck, if you, are you, you said you're going to sidebar? Yeah, I think I'll have Mosey down yeah. there in a little bit. Plus, you got to head that way, like your house is. Yeah, I'm already going to the city. That's true. That's true. Abby lives in, we, we're sleeping in Harford County. Oof. So really? It's also like 45 minutes. I thought you were living back in Glen Burnie. I was going to say I could see you from my balcony, dude. That'd be oh, sweet. Oh, no. Dude, I would, I would prefer to be in Glen Burnie. Really? Yeah. What part of Harford County are you in? Edgewood. Okay. Okay. Now. This makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's like... It's not bad. Edgewood is like the... It's like the Dundalk of Harford County, right? Sure, yeah. There's like section of housing and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's cool. With like, Bel- you know, Bel Air is like five minutes down the road, 15 minutes down the road. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... Bel Air is like <coughs> super like upper middle class and upper yeah. class. Bel Air is pretty cool. Bel Air is like the Towson of Harford County. I dig it. I like it. I want to... Harford Community College, which is in Bel Air. Nice. Yeah, you're going there for a little bit when you start comedy. Do I do like five semesters? I was one semester away from finishing, and I just stopped. Hmm. Is that something that if you move back, you might just finish to do it? Probably not. No, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll just what were you I'm getting? It would be like an AA, I guess? Or? Yeah, an associate's in like uh, business administration. You already okay. fulfilled your living abroad requirements, dude. You went to New York and got yeah, kicked that out. Count? That's that's like <laughs> part of the degree for Harford Community College, right? Dude, it's just like, fuck, I just hate college. I hate school so much. School so sucks. Don't you feel like at this point, like, it's I couldn't even take myself silly. seriously if I went to school right now? Yeah. Like, that's what I, that's homework? the problem I was having. What? Yeah, like, where it's like, I'm learning, like, I have homework for art class. Are you fucking, like, I yeah. The third class in, you told me that if I just shit on a piece of paper and <laughs> said this is art, it's art. What are you going to fucking teach me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're teaching me how to draw uh-huh. or how to, you're teaching me about art. Like, yeah. This is so fucking I don't care stupid. About art. 
It's not even not caring. It's like I've seen it. I know what art. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. art. I'm not retarded. I just like, can't imagine like routinely going somewhere where like instead of them paying me, I'm paying them still. That's like yeah. such a weird yeah, yeah. transition. I was paying like five thousand dollars a semester mm-hmm. somewhere around there for like books and tuition and all that, like Sheesh. out of my own pocket. Were you getting any like financial aid or anything? Nah. Or? Damn. Because my dad is like you know, my dad, my, my stepmom makes bank, and my dad's like. <laughs> At the time, he was, you know, like a accountant mm-hmm. and shit like that. So they were like, "Y'all got enough money, you could pay for this form if you wanted Damn. to." But they didn't want to. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, we're not gonna pay for it." Yeah, you have shit. You, your mom <laughs> left you money. You can pay what for was it. your track? What was your major? Business administration. I started off with accounting, and I got through like the third level of it, and I was like, "So fucking boring." It's easy as shit, but it's so goddamn boring. It's just like remembering what. You know, it, it's yeah, it's math. Math's yeah. fucking gay. Math and columns. That's all yeah. it is. They're just like training you for when you get the job in that field, and it's equally fucking boring. Yeah, you mm-hmm. just sit in an office with columns and math, and they're like, "Hey, well, at least you're getting paid for it now." That's cool. You have to deal with all the fuck. Oh yeah, I was like, this whole shit is like, cause I started doing comedy like after, like in the middle of my first semester, I started doing comedy, and I was like. I'll go to class and I'd like the teachers would just start talking. And I'd be like, "Where's the bits? <laughs> <laughs> Some bits. So gotta get these bits in here." And I walk like writing bits instead of taking notes. And shit. <laughs> and I walk. It's so fucking yeah. It's just it is is you get to a point where it's just like when I when I was at my freshman year of Towson University, which is my only year at Towson University, but, I just found myself just like. I knew I had to be doing something scholastic while I was there, but, like, I didn't want to do the things that they were telling me to do, so I would just, like, read books from the library and just, like, not do my work, really. Yeah. And then I was like, I could do this for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm literally just not doing it. I'm basically paying them to tell me that I have to spend a certain amount of time a day being educated. And about yeah. shit that doesn't even, like, apply yeah. to you at all. Like, you're... It's like at that age where like they're like you go to school for these certain things, but that's also when you find out that you yeah. like to do things that you don't go to school for mm-hmm. and shit like that. I mean, like I don't know. I guess there's like our schools for like music and performance and all that, but like yeah, yeah. I just, but I mean, I feel like they're just starting off, and like I don't know, dude. Who's gonna if a college offered uh like masters or a doctorate in fucking stand up comedy and it was taught or like the head of the department wasn't like some fucking godly comedian mm-hmm. would anyone actually take that seriously in the comedy world no right no what are they going to book you based off your comedy degree right yeah. i never seen him perform like it's the same thing with music it's like i'm not going to not going to go up to somebody be like yo listen to my cd i went to fucking berkeley or something like who gives a shit is your music good or is not you know, that's it. Yeah, we know a guy who went to Berkeley and now he smokes crack and done. <laughs> <laughs> True. I just He's feel good like musician though. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm just like out too far out of the matrix of like I've spent too much time in the actual world, not the theoretical world. That like to go back to the theoretical world and have somebody explain to me what shit's gonna be like once you're out there, and I'm just gonna be sitting there like, dude, no, that's not. No, that's yeah, not how it goes. Like that out there. Yeah. I walked. Also, you never left. You went straight from being in college to teaching college, and yeah, what that do you have to crazy. fucking tell me? Yeah, you, you never you... broke out of it. You just like you went from teaching people how to. Su- you went from learning how to succeed, 
and then your success was teaching people how to succeed, but like at no point necessarily did you ever actually do succeed anything outside of that. Yeah. You just stayed in school. I just you like went to school and stayed there. I went to the Towson University to like early vote or whatever. To the wrong place at first, of course. <laughs> and like I was just like walking you around. You went there for a year, but you're still just oh, where is everything? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like walking around and there's all these posters like this costume is not okay. And this, that, the other thing. And this meeting and that meeting. I was like, oh my God, dude. I would. They actually have those posters? Dude, like every fucking stairwell was just plastered with like a fucking Chinese guy. Be like, it's my culture, not a costume. <laughs> That's not how I'm supposed to read it. Very dishonorable. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Chinese dude, but he has like a rice paddy hat on. <laughs> fucking like Bugs Bunny buck teeth. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, on, there was like a dude dressed. There was like a Muslim guy dressed up as a terrorist saying like, this is not my costume. I'm like, well, you're dressed up. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're probably the, the wrong guy to be talking right now. Right. <laughs> it was just like so much shit. I was like, is this what these kids are just like? This is they they pay all this fucking money and they go there and they're just like these fucking Complain the same about shit. exactly. They're like, we're gonna learn. We're gonna teach you how to be professionally pissed off all the time, and we're gonna teach you how to find all the things that you can be pissed off about, and you're gonna become really good at explaining why other people should get pissed off about it, and that's gonna be. And then once you get in the real world, that's going to matter. And then, But in reality, once you get in the real world, everybody's just going to fucking not like you. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to like you. You're going to suck. Sorry. Well, it's also that. like those people make the most noise. And it's like like a lot of young people don't vote yeah. at all. And you, know, you, you never hear from them, but they're mm-hmm. the majority. You only hear from the sides that are voting and mm-hmm. like are trying to be that yeah. thing. And it's like, well, yeah, that's because it's fucking stupid. It's just become like cool to be a hater. Like I, I one of our mutual friends shared a uh, article about like uh, like you and I's mutual friends. Yeah, okay. like all of it. We all know, and it doesn't matter. Ian shared an article about oh, okay. fucking Post Malone. It was just like it was just like ha- this fucking obviously a, just a regular white guy who's a writer for the Washington Post just talking about why Post Malone is so fucking trash and all of his music is like appropriating and this, that, the other thing. And like, he doesn't have any message and he doesn't dig into the depth of, you know, when this guy talks about the struggles of growing up and Future talks about dealing with post-traumatic depression by sipping on Nepenthe and stuff like that. And it's like, is that really, is that really what they're, like when Future sing? like I get that like, I get that like, when somebody's like sipping on that lean, but you're saying like, oh, he's he's referring to post-traumatic depression and dealing with the struggles of this, that, the other thing. But then you look at Post Malone, who's talking about like whatever. He, I'm not a huge Post Malone fan, but like, yeah, me It's weird to me that somebody would st- take time out of their day to make their career trashing someone, someone else's, else's career. Yeah. It's like, dude, who gives a fuck if because he, 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 he was voted the most popular musician in 2018, which he probably is. Either that or like Cardi B or something like that. But like, yeah. okay. Awesome. Yeah, good for him. You'd do something great too. Like, why is it your job to tell me why I'm not allowed to enjoy this thing that I enjoy? Or, like, he's not allowed to even do that. Yeah. Like, he's not supposed to be successful. Yeah. They're just like, they Here's think they're. There's my reason why I should be successful. Yeah. Like, after they're the fucking this. gatekeepers mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, you're, you're, the, you're the arbiter on what is good and what is bad and what you're allowed to like. It's like, dude, fuck you. And that's like. They people read that shit and eat it up. They're like, "Yeah, you're right. He does." It's like, dude, if you don't like his music, don't listen to it. Yeah. It's Why not, does it have to be this bigger fucking thing all the time? Yeah. His music has zero effect on like 
a single like a guy like that. Yeah. Some guy that writes for the Washington Post, like Post Malone's music has nothing to do with you. And also like the only thing that it's really affecting in the broad scheme is just like young kids doing drugs. That's like the only thing he's not. It's not like it's not harmful and shit Mm -hmm. like that. Like. But that, that's not that. But that's what gets me is like they pretend that that's what they care about, but in reality, it's like this weird thing where it's like everybody's trying to like outwoke each other, and so it's like this like competition, like the fucking Olympics or something, where everybody like you see a thing and it's like the more woke you are, the better you are at like dissecting it down and explaining to someone else why it's problematic, and it's like, dude, that if no one has a problem with it, and you're the one creating the problem about it, then you're the problem. Yeah. By default, by definition, you're the problem. So uh, they call that clout chasing, or clout, Ooh, yeah, uh, sur- what, uh, no. clout chasing, clout yeah. chasing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say clout surfing. Like swag <laughs> surfing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That whole shit. Also, like it's like Post Malone and Future probably say the same shit. Absolutely. But you're just you're just interpreting it different because Future saying it, and not mm-hmm. weird ass Post Malone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like when they say like these rappers are rapping about like post traumatic and like doing drugs to deal with like mental instability. Nobody's saying like I got a mental illness, so I'm smoking all this weed. It's yeah. always like my friend's about to go to jail for murder, so yeah. I'm gonna fucking do cocaine. Mm-hmm. It's like, like it's like okay, yeah. I mean, you can interpret that from that, or you can interpret that as in like that's not the right way to handle your <laughs> yeah, friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Why are you doing do an co- upper? Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing cocaine. Are you trying to break him out? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing an upper? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know, man. It just, it just seems to me, it's just like, it's not help. It doesn't help at all. And it just, I read it and, and people eat it up. And, and the people that eat it up are the exact people that are just, they're the, they are the ones creating in my opinion, the division. Because the division, like Tom they, Clancy's the division. the division, dude. I never, I don't read books that much, but yeah. It's video games. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I don't play video games either. <laughs> but that's what it is. You remember that time we took a break and I didn't take a piss during it? You mm-hmm. went outside, didn't you? No, I went outside. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take a piss. I mean, okay, word. Do you want us to hold it down in here? <laughs> yeah, of course. Do you so, want to do a Do you want to do a video game segment? Yeah, let's do a video game segment. <laughs> so, um, so you don't have Red Dead yet? Do no, you? I want to get Red Dead, dude. It's fun. I think I might want to get when I, after I come back from going on this road trip to mm-hmm. do these shows. And get if I'm I'm trying to make a CD. I'm trying to take recordings that I have mm-hmm. from on my phone and just kind of like chop it up and make like a 45 minute thing, where it's just like me introducing different sets. Okay. Like, like I'll play like, I'll You're like, like radio DJing your own sets. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, cause, yeah. It, cause it's gonna be a mixtape. It's gonna be like, you know, maybe the same joke appears like two or three times or whatever, mm-hmm. but it'll be like a, some like five minute sets, some fifteen, ten, like whatever. It's up to like, like the longest one I ever recorded is like thirty five. Oh yeah. I'll just be like taking chunks out of them and just like piecing it together and explaining like, cause I have some jokes that I've done where I say like, you know, fag like 15 times mm-hmm. and there's only so many times that that's gonna do really well and come out the way that i want it yeah so yeah. like shit like that but i i don't uh <coughs> are you gonna try to put it on like spotify and shit like that yeah and also buy like 50 blank cds nice and just like Hell put yeah. it on there and then try to sell them when i go on the road to make some extra money fuck yeah 
That'd be cool. Cause, like, you remember how, like, on, like, Cushion OJ, like, that Wiz Khalifa tape, like... It was just on, like, like, that piff. Yeah, yeah. No, but it was, like, the overarching theme of the album was, like, on W, you know, like, whatever, like, the oh, fake radio yeah, yeah, station. Fake, yeah, W-E-E-D. Was like, yeah, W-E-E-D. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... So, like, yeah, it'd be funny to be like, all right, coming up next, we got Matt Brown again <laughs> doing the fucking fag joke. Where <laughs> we got a number count of seven on this one. <laughs> Get your whatever up. That's funny because in the bit, there's like a point where I'm like, I don't know how many times I've said it. <laughs> and I called my, and then somebody said like 19 or whatever. Jesus. And I was like, what was that fag? And then it's like 20. I'm like, I don't know why you're shouting numbers at me like some type of fag. <laughs> So yeah. you you used to, you used to rock that shit out in Brooklyn though because I feel like no I haven't done that I haven't done it. I I tried saying it twice and it was like I was like oh somebody's gonna somebody's gonna I'm gonna get in trouble if I do this any more than this but yeah. it's like a joke that works like I'll do it and there'll like there'll be like four or five people that, like comics out of like the forty mm-hmm. that are at the fucking show mm-hmm. and they'll they'll laugh and I'll be like okay so and then I see people that are like. Like I've gotten the yeah, light like at the first word. time I did that, the next time I did a show where like the the person a person that was at the show was hosting the show that I was on. It was supposed to be two and a half minute sets, which is already like, you know Yeah, wild. Yeah. But I I, I had my phone in my hand recording it and I got the light and I looked at my phone and I was at like twenty five seconds. Jeez. And I was like Oh, you were there when I said fag and you're gay. And now you're <laughs> I wasn't even talking about gay people. I was talking about Mexicans calling me a faggot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. Yeah, I was uh, Tink and um, Garrett Harvest were in here. They do that Long Way From Home podcast. And they were talking like the whole time before. Like, well, one time Garrett messaged me and was like, yo, do you think we should bleep out the word faggot? And I was like, No. I mean, you're asking, probably asking the wrong person here, but no. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then, like, they were talking about it before, but, like, they had a really nice conversation about, like, the kind of, like, limitations. They were bringing up, like, when Louis C.K. did the N-word bit, and then he made it work, and it was funny. Right. And, like, that's really the main thing. That's kind of, like, what Tink was saying. Like, like if it's funny, like, that's the whole point. Like, if you understand, if you if you appreciate what someone's doing in the context of trying to be funny, then it's, like, that that's really the only time. that Like, if you're just going up there to be mean-spirited, if you're going yeah. up there to offend people and that's like the entire value of your joke is the shock value, then I can see the offense in it because you're taking advantage of the fact that it's a touchy issue to gain cheap shock points for yourself. Yeah. But if there is a situation in your life that is funny and there are you have these words at your disposal to accurately depict that situation. Right. Why? Why can't you tell a story about Mexicans calling you a faggot? Right. How in any way does just the utterance of these sounds just, mm-hmm. uh, just I say, people uh, just I people say. hear it and just automatically just that fucking sound just like fucking robots you can't say that you can't say that you can't right. like dude fuck you yeah you're and fucking it, you oh, man. it's like I say it in Spanish first in the bit so like I'll say it in Spanish and anybody who speaks Spanish will like start chuckling because they know what's coming mm-hmm. and i can always tell i'm like okay so you guys are about to you know the punchline already and then when i say it in english and it's like and that's when all the suburban white kids finally understand what you're talking about and you, then they try to tell you like you can hear why? everybody's <laughs> asshole tighten up at the same time you hear it all, so. 
Like, you may have offended those Latin Americans over there. Like, we were laughing since he said Mary Cone, dude. (laughs) (laughs) We thought that shit was funny. Exactly. (laughs) But now that this fucking guy is called into it, now he's going to explain to me why I'm supposed to be mad at here. And I even say it bad. Like, I say it weird in Spanish to show, like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I just heard somebody say it, and this is my, this is how I heard it. Probably Dude. didn't sound like how I heard it, but that's how I heard him yeah. say it. Like, Dude, they fucking love that shit still, though. Like, like, me and Jimmy were in the university market, remember? <laughs> and then it was, like, the three fucking, like, Spanish or whatever sort of Latino uh, <laughs> people they were. Uh but like this guy came in, they just kept being like, "Yeah, hey, you gonna f- you need condoms? Fuck that guy! Like, <laughs> you fuck, what, what are they saying? You got a boyfriend? Tienes novio? Like just fucking yeah. cracking <laughs> up, cracking up back there, just whipping them out, just maricon this, that, blah, blah, blah. And the fucking, of course, the fucking Hopkins white guys like, this is funny. You're not gonna call them out, motherfucker. Right? You're not gonna say <laughs> shit to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if I even make a fucking allusion to something having to do with that. You're going to fucking get right in my face and, and, you know, try to pick up a girl by explaining to me why I can't say that. <sighs> dude, that was an experience, too, because it was, was a perfect shit, yeah. example. And you can just see how oblivious these kids are to it because they are not they are not in touch with what really happens. Right. They didn't work in a fucking restaurant where you're fucking fucking with the dishwashing crew and they're fucking fucking you fucking gringo man blah, 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 blah. like they never <laughs> had that experience you never yeah. sat in the back of a parking lot and drank a whole fucking 12 pack of coronas with the fucking illegal immigrant like you never did that shit and so you want to explain to other people why they don't get yeah, man, it yeah I, it, spanish people are like the most close to rednecks mm-hmm. of any like yeah, dude, they're out in the rain, and they and they <laughs> and they make it seem like they hate each other, but it's like one of those situations where it's like they seem like they hate each other, but if you put them in the same fucking place without like, they're they're both just gonna end up they drinking beer, other, dude. talking about yeah. Jesus, and listening to some sort of shitty music. <laughs> <laughs> I really am convinced if you put most people in a similar setting. And there are there are times when people get, but like I was talking about this with my brother. I was like, you know, the one thing I enjoy the most about being a man is that I can walk into a bar and I can sit next to a sixty year old guy, white guy. I can sit next to a fucking twenty three year old black guy. I can talk. To, I can sit next to anybody, and we're all in the same place. Right. We're all right there, and we're all doing the same thing. And we everybody like you can you can bomb with people that way. You know, that's why it's like the great equalizer. Drinking is kind of the great equalizer. Yeah. Fucking pubs and shit like that. You put rednecks and Mexicans in the same room. You put them in the army. You put anybody. What the really comes down to what creates bonds is shared experience. So yeah. you put you put people that have a shared experience, like they play a sport together or they're in the same platoon or anything. It doesn't matter what their backgrounds are. They are brothers in that aspect. And so what people what sets people apart is when they don't share the same experience whatsoever, and they have nothing in common. But that's the whole thing that I would bring up about that whole cultural appropriation thing is like when you tell people that they can't enjoy the same things or participate in the same things, you're you're barring them from that shared experience that is what creates unity. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not allowing people to become one. You're telling them that they can't be because it's disrespectful to this, that, or the other thing. And so that I always that, – that really is to me that it really is <coughs> – it sucks. That is the thing. Yeah, all I want to do is dress up like a little Chinaman, go <laughs> trick or treating <laughs> as a 26 year old man, mm-hmm. 
Make all a great wall of China out of Kit Kat bars. Yeah, and all these people are just yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> these people got offended somehow. <laughs> when I just built the Great Wall of China in the middle of Hopkins campus. <laughs> so what I'm wearing a dashiki and handcuffs and telling everybody I'm Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a funny costume, dude. <laughs> I have to go pee again. You guys hold okay. this. Good. Yeah, hold it down. You want to, I mean, we can wrap it up, dude, and just chill. Just yeah. kick it. If you want to do plugs real quick, yeah, yeah. close it out and make it happen. Well, you got that little run of shows you're doing. Uh, you okay, if you that. got any listeners in the um, upper peninsula, up, uh, ump, umper, up, oh, fuck. Upper, <laughs> pen, uh, oh, God. There you go. Upper peninsula of Michigan. I'll be at a casino in Salute St. Marie. And I'll be at some place in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and then Duluth, Minnesota, the 14th, 15th, and 16th, which is next week. Damn. Damn, dude. I was yeah. All three places I've never fucking heard of. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be in D.C. the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Wow. Black Friday. Matt yeah. Brown on Black Friday. Dude, those are yeah. serious plugs, though. I mean... Like, kinda. I was expecting you to be like, I'll be this place in Baltimore. And then and No, I'll I would be. never plug that. Yeah. <laughs> well... Yeah, well, I, so I hear our plugs. <laughs> I, know, I know the <laughs> Michigan's a casino... Uh, Wisconsin's a hotel and Duluth, Minnesota on the 15th or 16th is a... It's in a saloon. I think. <laughs> it's inside like an Irish pub or something Hell along yeah. those lines. Dude, yeah, I'm going to go pee now. You got to play Red Dead before you go out there. I'm thinking about bringing my PlayStation with me. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Go pee. Yeah. Go pee. All right. So, Jimmy, what do what you, what you got going on? Me? Jimmy said me off mic. I was in the middle of... Uh, Queuing up a song, but hey, uh, as always, I will be at the horse you came in on uh, every Sunday night, tend to close in Fells Point. Folks, we had a, that was actually a really cool night last night. It was a bridesmaid party. Can't go wrong with those. And uh, those are always cool. And then um, High Tops, Thursday, November 8th, I'll be playing Nine to Close with uh, Mike Manos, longtime partner of mine. That should be a really cool night. So you guys should stop out and see that. If you want, or if you're listening, and uh, and then the point in Towson, the old the old homestay, uh, be uh, Saturday, November twenty fourth, nine nice. to close. I'll be playing with John Burkhart and uh, Will Bass <laughs> Beckman. Woo! That's gonna be a good fucking time. The band is it back always together. is the band is back. The band is back. I'll so, be to that one. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. I'll be at that one. Oh yeah. What you got going on, man? Um, well, I'm not gonna plug any of my Baltimore stuff now because <laughs> Matt was talking about that. Huh? Ooh, Scott, nice, nice. Oh yeah. My dick was out. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, that's all I got to plug. Scott's back. Uh, <laughs> live from the studio on everything. Or LFTS podcast on everything. Check us out on fucking all that shit, dude. I'm not even going to tell you specifically which ones because we're on all of them. So just go to your thing. All check them out. Check us out. Check Matt out. And uh, we'll see you next week. Till next week. Okay, I was gone for a minute, but I'm back now. Shouts out, Maryland. Sit the fuck back down. Send like everybody now, day Hollywood. 
I was like that now I'ma show you motherfuckers how to act now I'ma show them how to act I'ma show you I'ma show them how to act